7 of Life in a Leo. I'm your host, Rebecca Dengrove. So this week is a little weird. I sort of blew it with my interviews and let the week get away from me. So tonight, I decided to do a little Winter Olympics recap. I'm going to give you the 10 things about ice skating leotards that I learned from the Winter Olympics. One, the leotards tell a story. Kind of an important part here in ice skating. Two, they match the music. Sort of going along with telling a story. Just highlights how important artistry is here in ice skating. Three, they are one of a kind. These leotards aren't being made for a team like gymnastics leotards. They're being made for the ice skater to match their routine and match their music. Four, they're pretty sexy, but one of the things I learned is even though they look like they're revealing skin, part of the rules require that 50% of the body is actually covered. So they might be in short sleeves or have side cutouts or have their shoulders peeking through or be wearing plunging necklines, but a lot of the time they're filled in with nude mesh. So they actually cover 50% of the body. Pretty crazy. Five, they can wear gloves or skirts. One of the things that this made me think about was, do they get wedgies in those leotards? But one of the things I've read about also is they sew their leotards into their tights so they don't get wedgies. Or they use hairspray or what other sprays and stuff that help their leotards stick to their butt. Which, like most gymnasts, you know, do as well. Nobody wants a wedgie when they're competing. Six. It seemed like the colors that stood out to me at the Olympics this year were red and blue. There were so many red and blue costumes and leotards. A lot of the U.S. Olympians were competing in reds and blues. The colors seemed to really stand out, and they sort of represent a lot of the colors of the countries. Seven, so much bling. These leotards and costumes are super embellished and covered in so many crystals and crystals in all different sizes. I guess when you're not doing bars, you don't have to worry about, you know, scraping against the bar so you can get away with wearing so much bling. Plus, they just add additional sparkle and shine on the against the ice and it just looks really, really pretty. Eight, they also use so many different materials. So... Some of the costumes actually had pieces of leather. They used feathers. They used lace and sparkles, which I mentioned, just like gymnastics leotards. Um, they have mesh. Of course, they're primarily made with a base of spandex lycra, of course. Sometimes they have velvet and sometimes they have fringe. So all sorts of different fabrics and materials being used to embellish these crazy ice skating costumes. Nine, sometimes they malfunction. Oh my goodness, I don't know if you guys saw, but the poor ice dancer from France, her the clip in the back of her leotard undid, and she literally had to hold up her costume, her leotard, while she was competing. And the ice dancers from South Korea, she also had issues with her top. This made me really, really happy to know that we don't have those issues in gymnastics. Nothing to worry about there. And then actually, in some cases, if the embellishments and things fall off of their costume or their leotards, they can get deducted for it. So I guess that's sort of similar to like if your bra straps are showing when you compete in gymnastics and you can get deducted for that. I mean, in gymnastics, it's more of like, is it a distraction to the judge? Does it look sloppy? Here, it's definitely sort of a safety issue. You know, you don't need crystals landing on the ice while you're performing or feathers flying out and things falling off. And 10, 
They can cost anywhere from a thousand to five thousand dollars. Could you imagine spending that kind of money every time you needed a new leotard to compete in? How crazy is that? So those are kind of my highlights from the Winter Olympics ice skating leotard perspective. Um, it was kind of cool to think about what life in a Leo must mean to an ice skater. I was also thinking, what does life in a Leo mean to a dancer? So if you guys have thoughts on people in other sports or even people within the gymnastics community that you think I should interview, let me know. Hit me up. I'm Rebecca at leotard.com, or you can find us on Instagram at Rebecca's Mom Leo. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. In addition to that, we still want to try to do the best things in the gym this week. So make sure to email me your best things in the gym. Again, it could be a voice memo and we'll play you play your voice in our podcast. Or you can just email me and I'll read it over the air. This week we actually do have one best thing in the gym. I'd love to share this with you. So Sarah wrote in, the best thing in the gym this week was I learned my full. Congrats, Sarah. That's so awesome. I remember learning my full. I love to tumble. It was my favorite thing to do in the gym, and that's a huge accomplishment. So congrats on that. Keep up the great work, you guys. Keep training hard. Gymnastics is a great sport, and we'd love to hear from you and hear you share, again, the best things in the gym. It's a really quick episode. It's kind of more of a teaser than anything. You know, we have a great interview coming next week. I got to sit down with Hallie Mosette. She used to compete for UCLA. She's actually a undergrad assistant coach this year and she's doing some really awesome stuff i think that's it for the week hope everybody has a great meet weekend go out there compete hard stay focused and don't forget to point your toes